This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Let's welcome tonight's guest. He's spent more time at number one than a man who needs Flomax. Country music star and host of the Pursuit on Post Business, John Rich. Eagle Scout knows how to tie liberals in knots. Founder of Turning Point USA and author of the new book, The College Scam, Charlie Kirk. And believe it or not, this is him after a tanning session. Fox News contributor, Tom Salute. And finally, when she needs a good laugh, she'll watch Marley and me. Fox News contributor, Cat Tim. So, John, congratulations. Do you have a number one song now? I do. It's number one in uh, the USA. Yes, Woo! it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's called Progress. Yes, yes. Ironically called Progress. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, uh, it, it only came out last Friday. It went straight to the top on iTunes. It, it knocked out Lizzo and Billie Eilish, which is pretty incredible. And it basically just talks about all the, all the bad stuff going on in the country under the, under the banner of Progress, which mm-hmm. I find to be uh, really ironic. So you knocked uh, you knocked Lizzo and Billie Eilish Irish out. So basically, you like knocking women around. <laughs> says, only on the chart. Says Democrat. <laughs> only on the chart. Yeah, it's 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 a fun thing to see it going like that. Why do you think that's successful now? I mean, maybe you tie that into the fact that nobody really gives a damn about the January 6th trials because they got so much crap going on. Well, the the chorus says, stick your progress where the sun don't shine. Leave your big mess away from me and mine. Mm -hmm. If you leave us alone, well, we'd all be just fine. Mm -hmm. So stick your progress where the sun don't shine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It seems like people like that live. Charlie, new book. Congratulations in a great event this weekend. Um, Care to share your thoughts on my marvelous monologue? Well, first, what is a television practitioner? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like a TV doctor. That's going to be my bio. I'm a a TV practitioner, actually. What is that all about? And by the way, the January 6th committee, they could learn something from Turning Point USA events as far as the entrance, okay? Yes. I mean, no smoke. There's no flames going up. All right. Who come in? When you saw that effect, was that your idea? Because it's great. It's like... Professional wrestling. We have an unbelievable team at yeah. Turning Point USA. They always are trying to go above and beyond. But I, I just want to see Liz Cheney come up to the, the big <laughs> intro video and the big screens. They might as well just pull it all off. But no, it was an amazing event. And to your monologue about you know the Nazis outside, it was so interesting. There were all these left-wing protesters for hours, and they mysteriously all disappear, and then these Nazis fully mass show up. <laughs> I've never seen liberals be so okay with Nazis showing up. It's as if they were just like magnetic opposites. Exactly. Not one reporter went up to go ask them questions. Who are you? What's going on? Not one activist went up to go try to pull their mask down. Right. And then as soon as our students go out to try to denounce them, they mysteriously walk away. Yes. 
and then nobody bothers to follow them. I mean, how hard would it be to be if I were an enterprising journalist and not a uh, worldwide celebrity who's lazy? <laughs> and I had like I would have just like waited and just followed them, get their license plate, and like let's find so, out who the Nazis are. So these are the journalists. Just so we're clear, libs of t you know they go after libs of TikTok, yes. right? Washington Post. Taylor Lorenz, They're, they go into the deep, deep bowels of the internet to right. dox people, but they can't be bothered to go out to the side of the street <laughs> and ask someone with a swastika flag, like, hey, buddy, uh, who are you? Who are like, you? you know, <laughs> what do you believe? Yes, yeah, exactly. You could actually get a Pulitzer. You could find the actual white supremacist mo movement yes. they've been talking so about. They, they'll dox every conservative in the world, but the guy that has the actual swastika flag, yes. they won't bother him. And I, 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 well, let's be clear, Tom, that was not you. <laughs> now, Greg, on me. You, two places at once. I don't know. <laughs> You're referring to my my white skin, Greg. It's, yes. I don't see myself that way. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I actually did get a tan this weekend. You you took a sailing course. I did. Yes. I was out on the water all day. To me, this is a this is the the dark version of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't think you'll be in any trouble for this. Yeah. Like, we're not going to accuse you of wearing a certain kind of face. Yeah. Well, the I'm so glad that, the, you know, you're talking about this because all, this morning when we got the, the stories that we're going to be talking about today, all day I spent searching trying to find out about these Nazis. Yes. I couldn't find out because most of the stories written about it, you do the search. And they all say Nazi protesters showed up. And I'm thinking... The articles are portraying them as actual Nazis, but it's, they're obviously fake because you can see they all have, uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it when they paint their nails? Nail polish. Nail polish. <laughs> they, it's like there was, they, they were like women with nail polish. I mean, I think you, you look at the nail polish. Were there women there? there? Well, I couldn't tell. There was a woman Nazi with black then nail polish. Then they must polish. be leftists. Yes, I mean, it, to me it was obviously fake, but all of the news stories were written as if they weren't. Yes. So it was, I mean, it, it's You should have gone up there, excuse me, if you're a Nazi, why are you wearing nail polish? I know. <laughs> yes. I know, and that dark shade of it. Yeah, no, there was definitely, like, it was definitely a quick change. But they don't even realize that they could ruin their lives. All it takes is one person to pull their mask down, and, and then you're like, okay, you're a Nazi forever. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to pull their mask down. You know, although didn't this happen before when they when they the uh, the Lincoln Project yes. people when they were doing that and then finally when they discovered it was them they said well of course it was a whole joke it was yes. a joke so they would say the same thing yeah. it was just a gag man Kat uh, uh, did you enjoy your time in uh, Tampa Yes I did mm -hmm. Yes Anything else uh, <laughs> I asked you a question <laughs> Yes I had a really nice time the dog had a nice time we all had a nice time Yeah yeah uh, do you think it's fair to dress your dog in clothing yeah. Do you think he has any idea what's going on when no. you him out well, we had to talk to him. We were like, listen, buddy, I know you're scared of the pyrotechnics, but like, do you want to be a like, national star? Or you just want to be local, regional only. So he got it together. Yeah. No, it was great. And I know you talk a lot about, you know, like minded and I get that. But Turning Point, for example, you know, the things that I said and me going out there was different than Ari Fleischer right before me. Right. Yes. Or what you did was a lot different than the governor of Oklahoma is, right before you. Yes. So there are certainly common values like socialism is bad. Free speech is good. But it's not like everybody's going up there and saying the exact same thing or believes the exact same thing. It's about <clears throat> certainly common values, but also being able to listen to people who might think differently than you on some things and be mature about it, even though they're 
a room full of young people. No, it's a fair <laughs> point. It's pretty. It's a pretty broad spectrum. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> I love exiting on applause, even if it's not for me. But really, if it's for her, it's for me. It is, yeah. For there me. you go. I tell her what to say. She <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. Maybe I am. I don't know. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. All right, he produced an inconvenient truth, but he's still as dumb as a phone booth. (laughs) It's the return of the Al Gore media whore. This weekend, former VP and model for caskets <laughs> compared climate change skeptics to cops who waited to stop the gunman in Uvalde. You know, the climate deniers uh, uh, are really in some ways similar to all of those uh, almost 400 law enforcement officers in Uvalde, Texas who were waiting outside an unlocked door uh, while the children were being massacred. They heard the screams, they heard the gunshots, and uh, nobody stepped forward. Uh, He thinks he's so clever. What an (laughs) That's a triple crown of tone-deaf stupidity, disrespecting the victims, the police, and anyone who disagrees with his radical views about the environment. Here's an inconvenient truth for you, Al. You're a There's nobody, and there's nobody denying that. If only, it's too easy. I I feel that was too easy. If only he'd stop there. Law enforcement officials tell us that's not typical of what uh, law enforcement usually does. And confronted with this global emergency, what we're doing with our inaction and failing to walk through the door and stop the killing Uh, is not typical of what we are capable of as human beings. We do have the solutions. Ugh. Of course, Al cares about nature, except for those woodpeckers who keep hacking away at his face. Look at his face. But this is this is typical Gore playbook stuff. Start chirping about climate change during a heat wave, then hop on a jet to hobnob with other big shots who think restrictions don't apply to them. It's his way of letting people know he's not plywood. <laughs> Meanwhile, a CNN columnist said we should be more like Europeans dying, foregoing air conditioning to save the planet. He points out that the prevalence of AC units in American homes dwarfs that of other parts of the world, and it uses a ton of energy. But, you know, so is the prevalence of Arizona in Europe. (laughs) (laughs) There's zero, okay? Talk about false equivalencies. His answer is to advocate for more renewable energy like solar and wind, which are as inefficient as Brian Stelter's metabolism. But it's like my dad always said, look into nature and then you will understand everything better. He still should not have taken us to a nude beach on Christmas morning. (laughs) I didn't need to see that, Charlie. (laughs) Does he hear himself? Well, I'm I'm glad. 
I'm really glad at least Al Gore is not overreacting. Yes. So, yes. He's <laughs> dialed it back. Yeah, he's really dialed it back. Yes. You know, I always have to give the climate change alarmists at how they find a new level of outrage to get to. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, hey, it's like an asteroid coming to the Earth. I'm going to get a whole movie about it. Yes. And then Gre- Greta Thunberg shaming the older generation against it. And Al Gore, the only outrage ab- above, like, I don't know, atomic war would be to try to compl- you know, compare it to a school shooting. But they need that kind of outrage. Mm-hmm. They, they, in order for their activists to continue to do the most outrageous things imaginable, they need to try to compare it to the next level um, of just hysteria. It's yeah. part of the playbook. Yeah, it's like what cat once you have it's like you keep creating a new baseline of hysteria. And it actually hurts a cause if you're Yeah, because the ozone layer is gonna completely be destroyed by all those fiery hot takes. Yes. Like <laughs> I just but it's crazy because the way that they approach it is like, why don't you care and you hate the environment? Like as if people who don't agree with you know, the climate changed, obsessed people. We don't also breathe the air. <laughs> I, I, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's about gov- government tyranny, and it's about whether the government should be able to create all these regulations without really having the authority to do so that hurt businesses, and in general, they just don't have the power to do. So I think as long as they continue to be not just ridiculous, because obviously a lot of the things they say is ridiculous, including that, but also disingenuous, they're not going to win anyone over to their side they because don't they don't feel like they need to convince me that it's good to breathe air. Yeah. I figure that out pretty early on. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's also the same when they call you a, uh, a, a climate denier. That's a direct mapping of Holocaust denier. That's where that came from. You know, Tom, you know, I hate the environment, but I try to do my best around. Yeah. It. Like, I just don't like the outside, <laughs> but it doesn't mean I want to destroy it. That's what I say to people. I'm sick of it arguing with environmentalists. As you know, I do love the planet. I just know that the new the Green New Deal people have the wrong solutions. They're bad for the economy. They're bad for poor people. But I'm tired of saying all that over and over. So I just say, yeah, I hate the planet. Uh, (laughs) Thanks. I'm going to Mars. And they're like, it's uninhabitable. Mars is. And I'm like, "Uh, I'll take my chances. Al Gore is the worst. He is. There are people who were children when that stupid movie came out. And now they're adults and they're like, Oh, he really talks like that? I thought he was talking to children. (laughs) Charlie, you were. But he's still his. And he's got the worst analogies. He's like, do you see my diet Coke? (laughs) These these ice cubes used to be really big. (laughs) And now they're tiny. Look at that. Pretty soon they'll be gone. John, what do you make of this comparison? I think he was he felt like he was way, he, he didn't even think how offensive it was because he thought it was clever. I yeah. never do that. What? It, <laughs> well, I was just wondering what gives off more methane gas, a cow or Al Gore? Yes. <laughs> uh, the analogy, the, the analogy is psychotic, number yeah. one. But let's go with his analogy for a minute. Let's yeah. just let's just dive a little deeper into his analogy. So. He covered everybody in the room for the shooting except the shooter. So who's holding everybody at gunpoint with this climate change radical behavior? Nicely done. I wish I'd thought of that on the five. (laughs) I'll text it to you next time. Yes, and I would have stolen your talking point, taking credit for it. All right, <laughs> we're out of time. Thanks to John Rich, Charlie Kirk, Tom Slew, Captain, new new audience. Watch us tonight with Richard Sinisex. I'm Greg Gopal, and I love you, America. 
The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.